0: Hey, you found our YouTube channel all queued up. I'm Greg Dietz, and with me always is Maya Don Fisher. Hey, Maya, can you tell the fine folks what we do here?
1: Uh, sure, Greg. What we do here is we review movies and TV shows that are exclusive to streaming services, such as Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Netflix, Amazon's Prime Video, Hulu, and others. Then, Greg and I have a discussion and break down what we liked or didn't like about the show or movie we watched, and we let you, the listener, know if it's worth investing your time in.
0: You can listen to our fine podcast on any streaming service of your choice. You can listen to our podcast and other fine podcasts on the Nerdvana Network. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on your way out, and we'll see you next time.
1: Take care, everybody. I'm Seth freaking Rollins, baby. I'm going to steal the show. I'm going to stomp Riddle's head into that mat one more time and show him once and for all who the man around here really is. <laughs> well, Seth, I'm gonna prove to you that there's only one man in your marriage, and that's Becky, bro. Talk about my family, man. Let's talk about your family. Oh, wait, well, you ain't got one, because your wife divorced you and took your kids, and they don't wanna see you <laughs> anymore, huh? What did you just say? Yeah, you heard me. Where are you? Where are you? I'm here. Come find me. Dude, you don't get I'm not going to beat you up. I'm oh, going oh, to you go. up, bro. Where the oh. f*** are you? Right, Where are on. you? Come find me. F- me? Come Where on. are you? Dude, you don't get I'm going to smash your faces. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Keep playing games, bro. Keep playing games. I'm going to you up.
2: Welcome back to Wrestling Junkies, to another brand making new episode coming to you from Ugly Apron. I am your host, Ernie, going solo this weekend. We have a full weekend full of wrestling content. First, with the Clash of the Castle pay-per-view that is coming up Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon central. If you missed it, I'll have the re- full results soon. And then on Sunday night, we have AEW All Out in Chicago. gonna be talking about both cards and giving you my prediction of who I think is gonna take home to win. So let's talk about the big elephant in the room. As you all heard at the top of the show, Seth Rollins and Riddle got into it pretty hard on Monday night. I heard a beep and immediately looked up on my phone to pay attention to what was happening. I really just didn't care for a while. I for sure saw. It. I was imagining it. I had to rewind it and watch it again. I was like, wait, did he just what did he just say? What? I was like again because sheesh. It's not the Attitude Era. It's not the Ruthless Aggression Era either. It's the Triple H Attitude Era, I guess you could say. Attitude Era. We could go with Attitude Era, right? So let's talk about that more for a few. Ever since he took over, Tripp has been making moves. My boy got Dakota Kai to come back. Sky to move up to the main roster. And Bailey came back at SummerSlam. And she had pitched this stay with Vince. And he denied it. So, you know, you can't get Vince to um, go sign off on that. You go for Daddy Tripp. So, <laughs> oh, what did Daddy Tripp do? Let's do that stable," he said. Uh, uh, Triple H says, "Like no Vince, you're no longer working here. Good looking, in your future endeavors. So what did he do? He brought back Karen Cross. He set his sights on Drew McIntyre, and not only that, he brought out, brought out back Scarlett Bordeaux. We don't, we don't. Oh, I'm so glad we don't have the. I think what was it the I don't even know what it was, what it was. He just had like some weird ass fetish with um, what was that tag team name? I already forgot. Smash, Axel and Crush. Let's see I already forgot. Demolition, yes, Demolition. He has some weird fetish with Demolition thing going with uh, black trunks. I just think it was brown. it was like some. Well, some form of post-apocalyptic style. I don't know what has been thinking, but thank God that's over with. And so, I'm so done with that. So he sets his sights on Drew McIntyre and basically told Roman Reigns his time is ticking. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Scarlett Bordeaux did the whole here's the clock. Um, his days are numbered, man. Uh, who else came back? It was... Hit Row came back also. Uh, Hit Row... I was like, oh shit. Um... I, don't I forgot who it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, it'll come back to me soon. the reason I didn't mention them at first. Eh, yeah, Hit Row. But... Either. It's not the same without the mouthpiece, and that mouthpiece is an AEW, and you know who that mouthpiece is? Swerve. So, yeah, I don't think we should it. It ain't the same. Um, but speaking of Roman Reigns' time ticking, if y'all caught that comment he made a few weeks ago back against Austin Theory Yes, I did call him Austin Theory. Let's normalize calling them by their cool names again. Uh, If you look up Theory on Google, you won't even get WWE. You'll get some explanation for Theory, what Theory is. So, go back to Austin Theory. We're going to call him Austin Theory from now on. And Roman said, Daddy's gone. He's no longer here. (laughs) Everybody in the crowd went off on him. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? It was, it was fun. It was funny. I loved it. Uh, you, you get the explanation. Uh, let's see who else came back. My heart. My, my, my heart. My rebel heart. Oh, the biggest pop I've heard from the internet wrestling community. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Wrestling is back. And with that, we get the word wrestling back in the vocabulary of WWE again. No more entertainment. We're done with entertainment. The entertainment era is gone. We get wrestling again. We also get Kevin Owens, the prize fighter. So hopefully in the next few months, Ezekiel his beard again, and we get the return of his brother, Elias. Come on. Another possible return that's rumored already is Braun Strowman. Although, I won't believe it until I see it happen on the show. <laughs> it, it, it's hearsay. It's hearsay. Again, it's a pretty good month for... Triple H likes to call... Likes to say it. Again, it's a pretty good month for... As Triple H likes to say it. The business. Wrestling is back in full form in WWE. Yeah. Shit hit the fan recently in AEW. Well, we'll talk about that in a few... Let's talk about the card we're deciding. Um, let's talk about Clash at the Castle, taking place in Cardiff, Wales. It will be the first UK stadium show since the night nineteen ninety-two SummerSlam, which was held in Wembley Stadium in London. All right, let's start with Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Um, this team looks freaking awesome. The team of Bailey, Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Hell yeah! I'm I'm rooting for them. I'm definitely rooting for Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Uh, I've been a big fan of Dakota Kai since NXT days. That kick that she does, Io Sky is just uh, a genius in the sky. Sure, and Bailey is just a role model yeah uh three of my favorites and then three of my other favorites Bianca Belair Alexa Bliss of course uh can't counter out and Asuka which is just a mean girl love that but I'm going for the underdogs here like I really should like they push them like push them push that stable Bailey Dakota kind you guy uh up next Edge and Rey Mysterio versus Finn Balor and Damien Priest. Edge, um, obviously has some animosity towards uh, Damien Priest and Finn Balor for <laughs> kicking him out of his own group that he created that he started. What? Uh, are they still called Judgment... I haven't watched in a few weeks. Are they still called Judgment Day? Uh, why? Um, Damian Priest looks like a R and B version of Jim picker If other is evil then Damian Freeze is the guy with the um uh, R and B look. Fit Balor is just there for I guess shits and giggles. I don't know why he put it in that position. Edge and Ray Mysterious a tag team that works out really well. But um I'm gonna say it uh, just um uh, Edge's numbers are dwindling down, man. Uh, it could be time for retirement, like for a real, actual retirement. But if he does, if he doesn't get the win, I'm just saying. But I'm going with Finn Balor, David Breeze, only because I have this feeling that Dominic, Ray Mysterio's son, Dominic Rosperio, is going to turn on Edge and Ray and join the this little uh going on that's going on over there. Uh, sure, why not? It, yeah, it seems promising. It, it seems like that's what they're going for. Um, sure, why not? Uh, oh, dude. Uh,
1: oh boys, we got ourselves a good old-fashioned headbanger!
2: banger. Championship. Gunther versus Sheamus. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need, like, a minute when I'm watching this match. Because, as Sheamus says, it's gonna be... Banger! After Banger! After Banger! After
0: Banger! After Banger!
2: Love what they did with Sheamus and Gunter last weekend, last Friday night. Um, them two just staring at each other while... Butch and Ludwig Went at it uh, Butch looked like a, a Rabbit dog trying to Fight Ludwig off And then they finally Get on the floor, or get on the mat And like they're both down But Gunther holds off Ludwig and Seamus holds off his Butch and they're just like Alright boy settle down <laughs> It's like whoa What the hell is that Um it, it could Smash, man, it's gonna be awesome. I, I swear, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be one of those, you have to, you should've, you should've watched that. That is gonna, this is gonna, like, steal the show, for real. To me, it's gonna steal the show. Uh, up next, SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan vs. Shayna Baszler. Oh, wait, who do I think is gonna win? Freaking, of course, Gunther, but... It'd be great if Sheamus just went in there and just, like, destroyed Gunter... Like, almost had it. It was like... I'm waiting for that... Um... Second coming of that undefeated streak that Gunther had with the UK Championship. What? Two... Two and a half years? Just the same way that Roman Reigns is having it right now? Like, let's do that with the Intercontinental Championship. Let's see what happens there. Have the Intercontinental Championship for, like, a full year. Beat... Uh... Honky Tonk Man's... Um... Streak. And just keep it going after that. Let's see how long it takes for him to, like, alright, I'm cashing in my Intercontinental Championship for the Heavyweight Championship. I want Roman Reigns. That is to say, Roman Reigns continues to be uh, uh, the champion at the time, still. So acknowledge that. Alright. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Of course, I said Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. Liv Morgan's the champion at the moment. For some unknown reason I guess she beat out um, what was her name (laughs) Uh, Ronda Rousey of course Ronda Rousey for some unknown reason she beat out Ronda Rousey twice Um, the first time she cashed in the second time she was tapping out as she uh, pinned Ronda Rousey so they gave the win to Liv Morgan and then the next Friday night, the crowd went off on her saying, You tapped out. So, you know, it wasn't a heel turn. It was just a, like, call it like they see it type of thing. Liv Morgan tapped out, and but she's still on. Uh, now she's going up against Shayna Baszler. Like, what did Liv Morgan do to deserve <laughs> Shayna Baszler, dude? Damn. Shayna Baszler, if you don't know, is the same as Ronda Rousey, but she is ruthless. She'll work the the, le- the legs, the arms, the shoulder, the elbow, step on your freaking arm and all this, and just, she'll go off on you. She could go off on this match, and I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for that match. <laughs> uh, call it right now, I'm gonna say Liv Morgan short title reign comes to an end here shayna baszler wins and then we we're off to the races for um, shayna baszler versus ronda rousey which everyone's been dying to see it unless it's a teaser and they like tease you up until royal rumble and then we get the wrestlemania match that would be awesome to see shayna baszler with ronda rousey at wrestlemania hell oh, yeah um next match, uh, which you all heard at the top of the show. Uh, Matt Riddle. Riddle, as they call him, but I'm calling him. We're normalizing uh, full names again, so we're doing Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins, who like apparently didn't like what uh, Seth Rollins had to say about his family, so he went off. Hey. If you can't handle that shit, don't say it to him either, you know? you're just talking shit about the man, you <laughs> like the man big, you bend the family. <laughs> and then he gets, "What you say, bro? What you say?" Typical freaking bully situation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Riddle had was coming for him. And Seth Rollins like, "Oh yeah? Oh yeah. You got you got something to say, you, little buddy? Oh, yeah? Let's talk about your family in the way that um your wife and kids left you. How about that? Let's talk about that. Which got onto under Riddle's skin. It was awesome. Should I play it again? I should play it again. Just for shits and giggles. Let's play it again. <laughs> right? Those, damn it. I just love that. <laughs> oh, Riddle, you
1: freaking fool.
2: I'm calling it right now. Seth Rollins wins it. And what is this? Like... Did he, was he even at SummerSlam? And right before that, what? Cody Rhodes thing? Yeah, I need Seth Rollins to have a, a win here. So, hopefully, that happens. Finally, the main event of the night the WWE Universal Championship is on the line. The um, reigning, defending, 732 days as champion. That is exactly around the 200, 200. Wow, around the two-year mark. Roman Reigns as champion versus Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns is in the top ten now. Um, who spots you take out? He took out Hulk Hogan's spot. Hulk Hogan's number eleven now. Um, 364 days. Sorry, Hulk, you're you're out of there. Uh, but he's uh, crammed in between Pedro Morales, who's at 1,027 days, and CM Punk, who is at 434 days. So, basically, CM Punk's reign doesn't... We don't care about CM Punk reign anymore here. Uh, Number six is now Roman Reigns with that 730... What was it? 732-day spot. As of... Saturday, 732 days. He not lost it. And... Like, I don't think he's going to lose it here either. Yeah, Drew McIntyre... Just because they're at the castle? Come on. Like, what? If it does happen... Deary comes in... cashes in... But doesn't win it. I don't care what they say. Deary... Um, you know Deary's going to come in and cash in. Either way, regardless... But I'm calling it Roman Reigns wins it. That's my guy. You gotta acknowledge the Tribal Chief. If you don't acknowledge the Tribal Chief, why, why are you listening to this show? Huh? <laughs> uh, hey, I'm kidding. Um, pointing my finger in the air. My ones. We the ones. Acknowledge Roman Reigns as your Tribal Chief. And 732 day. Uh, WWE Universal Champion. Hell yeah. That, that's my take on it. I'm going with that. All right, let's uh let's go with a little break here. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna do AEW All Out Chicago. We're gonna do predictions for that, and let's see what's going on there. But for now, those were my predictions for Clash of the Castle tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon, wherever, whenever you decide to watch it on Peacock there as on the peacock necker it will be there but hopefully all my predictions come true if not and eh, nothing's gonna happen but either way uh i'll get back to you guys on another episode probably in the results episode we'll see how that goes up to the next
1: hello i'm andy martinez host of ride with me the flat Tyranny podcast i was given the idea from an uncle to start a podcast about the events that have occurred in my life I was born into a negative environment and grew up being a shitty person. During my early 20s, I hooked up with an individual that was just as negative as my upbringing that I thought it was normal, until it wasn't. In my mid-20s, karma came knocking on my door and I started losing everything. My apartment, my car, my license, my freedom, and even almost my life. Depression hit hard. It wasn't until my kids were born that I realized that I had a purpose to live. So in 2010, I eliminated any and all negative people, baby's mama, friends, and even family. I was told that I beat the odds, so I share my stories to give hope to people that they too can beat the odds. Now I ride with friends, get it? Ride with me? And share their stories on how they turned a negative situation into a positive to live better lives. Thank you.
2: Hey guys, it's Ernie. We're going to get to the next segment in a few. But first, I want to talk to you about dark fake creation a friend of mine's online business. Dark Fake Creations would like to invite you to a new and unique experience in candles and wax melts. They hand pour and create every single product using quality, clean, and safe ingredients. Their candles are fueled with romantic wooden wicks and made with a coconut soy blend of waxes for a safer, cleaner, and longer burn. Their designs are unique and beautiful, but more importantly, they smell absolutely amazing. And the variety of fragrances have something for everyone. Hand poured in Grass Valley, California. Check them out at darkfakecreations.com. I'll have the link in the show notes on Spotify. Enjoy! Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is apparently still coming to you from under the apron we just finished off our clash of the castle w predictions uh, we're moving on along to the sunday pay-per-view which is aew all out in chicago hell yeah can't wait uh, in the pre-show first match is this even calendar match Alright, we'll, we'll we'll have to see. All Out. It's called All Out Zero Hour Pre-Show. Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. I'm gonna say... I'm gonna call it for Eddie Kingston, man. He, he, he needs this match. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with the guy? Why is he in the pre-show? Why not in the... Okay. Cool, I guess. Um. Alright, so Eddie Kingston grew the the shorter straw, I guess. So he gets to be in the pre show. Meanwhile, a first match probably possibly first match of the night. The FTW championship. Cool hand Angela Parker of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Y'all know him, the that guy. Um, he gets to take a shot at the FCW championship and who who's the FTW champion at the moment? That'd be uh WD legend himself, Taz's son, Hook. Standing Hook. Uh, I might have missed I I definitely I know I did have missed a lot of freaking content in a while back. But Hook as the FCW championship, I can see it. I can definitely see it. Hold on to his father his father's belt. Like, hey dad, look at me. Am I making you proud yet? That was a song, wasn't it? (laughs) Um, I'm gonna say Hook, obviously. Like, this guy would never lose it in my mind. The next match the All Atlantic Championship, Pac Champion versus Kip Sabian. Uh, The All Atlantic, same as the Intercontinental Championship, but, you know, like, uh, different countries, I guess. So. Really, I have no idea why they gave them uh, another belt. Why not just go after a a belt that's out there now? But sure, why not? Uh, I'm going to say cock again. like, he doesn't need to lose this belt. This belt was made specifically for him to be there. Yes. Uh, Let's just move along, shall we? (laughs) Uh, The casino ladder match for Future Shot at the AEW World Championship. We all know it as just... Um, uh, the briefcase in the air, Ooh. we all hit that. Uh, your competitors are Claudio Castagnoli, awesome, versus Wheeler Yuta, yes, versus Ray Phoenix, freaking yeah, versus Penta Ezzelomiro, yes, versus Rush, wow, versus Andrade, versus Dante Martin, versus uh, an unknown opponent. But we all know as the Joker. Which is always the surprise entrance. Um, can't wait to hear. That, can't wait to see who that's going to be. But uh, people are saying. It might be the return of Samoa Joe. It might be MJF. Who knows. Nobody knows. The return of MJF in this type of match. He gets a shot at the AW World Championship. And... He does it And then imagine that And be like Hey Wardlow Look what I got now Hell yeah But There's that Um, I don't think it's MJF It's gonna be somebody else Claudio Castagnoli I love saying that I love that he has his name back I love that he talks on the mic again He can talk The man can talk Come on yeah, the guy ruined his career I actually thought he was going to be main event material in his last before he got released but apparently not he's still there, he was, he was doing nothing there uh, Cesaro was just like hey, hey you know, I'm glad he's there hopefully he meets up with um, Jake Hager and they can do like we, the people. <laughs> uh, that'd be fun to see. Next match is FTR and Wardlow versus Jay Lito and the Motor City Machine Guns. What the hell? When did these guys come back? Hey, I told you I haven't seen any fucking wrestling in a while. So, just look, reading the names haha, here on the that I'm just looking at. The Motor City Machine Guns. What's Kip Sabian's other um, doppelganger or <laughs> John Boxley's doppelganger? John Moxley, Kip Sabian, and and Chris Saban. Yes, Chris Saban. I'm a freaking draw blank there. But Chris Savian, Chris Saban? Chris Six. Sa- oh my god. Chris Saban because I'm saying Kip Sabian <laughs> wow that's really weird like I've never seen Kip Sabian and Chris Sabian in the same room before and then you have John Moxley like those three like put them in the same room and like oh hey don't you guys look like each other so weird and uh, google that shit like I can see all three of them right there like what Kip Sabian Chris Saban and John Muff. There you go. Um, Motor City Machine Guns, of course. Alex Shelley, and Chris Saban, from back in the TNA days, back in the Impact days. Greatest, awesome talk. Not the greatest, but the, an awesome tag team. I used to love them, but then just like it just got. I don't know. They they haven't they haven't been around enough for me to like. They've been around, but they just kind of like... Hey, I haven't watched them in a while, so... They've been around since 2006. TNA. Uh, total non-stop action. Now known as Impact Wrestling. Uh, they're currently in, signed to Impact Wrestling, where they are two-time Impact World Tag Team Champion. Look at that. Wow. Didn't even know that. Didn't even know they came back, but alright, cool. I guess we're doing that. Uh... I'm going to go with FTR and Warlow. You can't. You can't, loop You can't. Warlow can't. Come on. Um. FTR and Warlow. They, they got my vote. They're, they're, they're definitely taking out the trash. Jay Lito. Jay Lito gets the pin. Gets pinned. I don't think the machine City Machine Guns will get pinned. This this early in their career in AW. Unless it's by FTR. And FTR gets, uh... We're the greatest tag team in the world. Yeah. Alright. Next match. (laughs) Possibly what my favorite match is going to be. Possibly. If I get to watch this match. Yes. Jungle Boy versus Kristen Cade. Who for months. Been coming out with Jungle Boy. And Luchasaurus. And. Like he finally. Um. Betrayed Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus Well he betrayed Jungle Boy He didn't betray Luchasaurus But he betrayed Jungle Boy After losing the tag title And Christian Cage was just like Um held out his grudge Because he took him out of a Battle Royal freaking months ago So Christian Cage said you know what Me I'm doing it and he played the long game I really love it I really enjoy it Uh Next few weeks, it was a freaking... Oh, Savage move. MJF had been gone for a while now. So, they needed a, sa- a Savage promo guy. So, Christian Cage filled in the part. <laughs> you're the- you guys are not going to like this. If you're a fan of Beverly Hills, I know, too. I know. And... Um, what was this? Uh, his name? His um, name? His dad's name. Luke Perry. Yeah. So... If you were a fan of Luke Perry, you're not gonna like this part. Um, the next few weeks, it wasn't even that at first, um, when he betrayed, when Christian Cage betrayed Jungle Boy, um, what's his name, Jungle Boy's, uh, who was known as Jack Perry, Jungle Boy's mom, Rachel Sharp, and his sister Sophie Perry, they are both at ringside watching and they're just like, oh my god, uh, hey, it's like, it, you know, cheering for their kid for their, for their treasure. So he did that, Chris um, and Cage did the whole betrayal thing and then he walked out of the ring and looked at both of them in their faces and told them, your fucking son is an asshole, he's a dick, he's a fucking douchebag, fuck you and your son, and... Frickin' Rachel Sharp and Sophie Perry were just, like, at, besides themselves, it's like, oh my god, fuck you, you're an asshole, I can't believe you did that. A Couple weeks, uh, probably a few days later, uh, the next Wednesday show, or a week later, I don't know, one of those, Kristen comes out with the most, oh my god, savage promo ever. Listen,
0: I was only giving Jungle Boy's mom the chance to apologize to me for giving birth to Jungle Boy, and she instead fled me off. But here's the thing. Here's why I think she's really mad. I think she saw her Night in Shining Arbor go off into the sunset. I think she was a little sweet on Christian Cage, if you know what I mean. I think she wanted me To be jungle boy's father and here's the thing i know jungle boy he looked at me like a father figure he sure did but here's the thing jungle boy i never wanted to be your father i never wanted to be your father figure you have a father but your father's dead and that's probably a good thing jungle boy because he would be embarrassed and ashamed to see how you turned out he'd be embarrassed and ashamed See you crumpled up like a ball on my feet refusing to get up and fight back
2: and the way he says it is like oh my god it's so cringe how could you say that but it got everybody riled up and it just reminded me of it gave me vibes of when randy orton told Rey mysterio that uh, eddie's not in heaven eddie's in hell you don't know who eddie is eddie guerrero my favorite fucking wrestler of all time, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Eddie Guerrero. Like, it gave me vibes of Randy Orton telling Rey Mysterio's face, like, you, Eddie's not here, man. Eddie's gone. Eddie's in heaven. Or, Eddie's not in heaven. He said, Eddie's not in heaven? No. Eddie's in hell. And, oh my god. That, that was the first time I've seen the crowd wanting to fucking kill somebody besides every other story that you heard on uh, Dark Side of the Ring where all these wrestlers were rude to their fans back in the day and that was the first time I ever seen somebody like throw stuff at Randy Orton like you're an asshole and shit and if I was there I would have wanted to freaking jump over the barricade also that was fucking rude as hell the way he said that but Christian Cage says that as to who's going to win this match Jungle Boy deserves it he went for a lot of shit with Christy Cage. Um, yeah, Christy Cage has been getting my boy. Ugh, God. Christy Cage has been doing the, the voice work, the promo work. Jungle Boy is Jungle Boy. You're going to get a lot of. You're going to get an awesome match out of this match. So I can't wait. Up next, Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Ricky Stars has turned face and powerhouse Hobbs still a fucking heel But I don't care about this match It's just like a start-up for Ricky Starks as a face like just get rid of powerhouse Hobbs move on power Ricky Starks wins and powerhouse Continues to be a douchebag <laughs> Continues to be a part of the uh, Taz's group I guess with hook and all of them, but we'll see uh, Up next uh, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho Man how many more matches do we have left Anyway Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho Uh, Lately uh, These two They've been holding it down For wrestling wrestling Uh, Chris Jericho of course Likes to call it entertainment Uh, One of his people Danny Garcia um, Had a match against Brian Danielson They had a freaking awesome wrestling match Wrestling match uh, Danny Garcia calls Brian Danielson his hero, so Chris Jericho comes in the ring and, like, starts beating up at Brian Danielson, but Danny Garcia says, no, stop it, don't do it, push them out of the way, all that stuff. Next week, you see Chris Jericho uh, come out and defense an apology from Danny Garcia. Uh, didn't really watch it, who cares? <laughs> But Danny Gerskia comes out and says, you know, like, i sorry, Chris Jericho. You got the crowd chanting, you're a wrestler, you're a wrestler. He's a wrestler. Act like a wrestler. Don't act like entertainment. Entertainment all that. has gone in WWE. Don't do the whole thing. So again, he pushes Chris Jericho down. Brian Danielson is just laughing because he's staring the pot at this. He loves that what he's doing. So we're gonna get an actual awesome match, wrestling match from Brian Dennyson versus Chris Jericho. Can't wait for that. Uh, the TBS Championship: Athena versus Jake Cargill, who's undefeated. Still green as hell, still undefeated. <laughs> it, it gives the it gives the fans something to talk about for another week. Give it to Jade. Get the get the fans mad again. Get the TBS Championship. Leave the TBS Championship on Jade Cargill. Athena doesn't need that belt. Go for the other belt. The women's championship. The real women's championship. You don't need those. Jade Cargill is just there as a placeholder for a TBS championship. But she still wins, you know. Um, uh, All these fans that I'm looking at in the groups and the groups that I see they're just like, why does she continue to wrestle? My god, I can't. Type, type, type. I can't deal with this. Type, type, type. And as I say this, I'm in my own basement, so it's, you know, ironic, right? (laughs) Um, Jade Cargill for the win. Not a problem. Let's do that. Uh, Up next, the AEW World Tag Team Championship is on the line. You got Swerve and our glory. Swerve Scott and Keith Lee. Who are the champions at the moment. Don't know how that happened. Oh yeah, it was a few months ago. Was it? Was it? Hey, did anybody catch that? Was it when Christian Cage betrayed it? Betrayed Jungle Boy? Okay, I guess so. Versus the acclaimed Matt Caster and Anthony Bowens. Who are no longer a part of of Billy Gunn's um, ass club. Ass Club, is that what they're called? The Ass Boys. <laughs> He's, they're no longer part of that. He's just They did a rap battle with them against them. So funny. I, I missed out on it, but I saw it on YouTube. I saw it online, so... Like, I'm glad I missed out on it. I'm glad Max Caster is getting recognition. I'm glad Anthony Bones is getting the recognition. So now, like... If they win the championship belt here... Would that mean, like, a double-scissor celebration party on Wednesday? Scissor me! Oh, boy, I really, uh, I apologize for saying that. (laughs) Um... Alright, next match. Four-way match to determine the AEW Interim Women's Championship. Um, why? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Thunder Rosa had to vacate the pilot because she had a back injury of some sort. I do believe. Um... Sure. Why not? I I read somewhere that she got... No. It's somebody else that said it. Let me check. Alright. Here it is. Conan saying Sondra Rosa is being punished by AEW. She gave conflicting stories about her injury. Uh, Coming from WrestlingNews.co. During the latest Keeping It 100 podcast, Conan commented on... Thunder Rosa's injury situation. Rosa says she has a back injury, but Conan said that she privately told him that she had a torn ACL. Um, Busted open radio, Rosa said that she had trouble moving back because of her back injury. Conan, talking about Donda Rosa's injury, I actually asked her, I said, yo, why would you tell me that it's your knee when it's your back? She said, oh, I thought I told you it was my back. I go, no, you told me it was your effing knee. Why would you say that it's either your knee or your back there's no confusing it that's like me telling you yeah i'm not going to show up because i have an eye infection and then i go no what i really meant is my knee the conspiracy guy in me felt like maybe and i can be absolutely wrong but that maybe for having problems backstage they sat her down and said you're say you're injured but she can also be injured so there you have it um is it real is it not we'll see We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe it's real. No, like maybe, like he said, the conspiracy in him is saying, like, oh, you know, maybe she got uh, punished for what she's been saying or what she's been doing recently. Don't know, but the belt is on the line. The interim, basically the AEW interim women's champion. she's still, Thunder Rosa still holds the, the is still champion. Same thing with the shit that they did with CM Punk and John Moxley, basically. Whatever. There's going to be a forward match to determine who that second place holder is. And the participants are Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter versus Britt Baker. Freaking hell do I need to spell it out for you guys who should actually win this match. If it's not Britt Baker, I don't want it. Really. Like, Britt Baker needs to help... All about Britt Baker and the Britt Baker is your champion here. I don't see Tony Storm as champion. I don't see Hikaru Shida as champion. I don't even see Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter is going to help out Britt Baker, whatever means necessary she can, to secure that she wins the championship. Then later on, we get another classic between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, and we get this awesome match. And it could be another awesome ladder match. It could be another awesome steel cage match. Who knows? But I want this to happen again. And finally... AEW World Championship... The real... Because shit happened last week. AEW World Championship... CM Punk versus John Moxley. John Moxley is defending... The AEW World Championship against... CM Punk. Um, and for those of you who saw it... Or for those of you who didn't see it... John Moxley versus CM Punk happened last week... For the... You know both belts on the line and i guess whatever interim whatever hell it just came out (laughs) and this match was freaking chaotic from start to finish it oh my goodness it was three minutes dude it was three minutes guys it really is just like the entire thing i'm just sitting there like what the hell just happened what the what just happened cm punk and John Moxie, they just stare at each other for a good while, and then, oh man, CM Punk tries to throw a kick uh, with his it doesn't even really matter anymore which leg he did it with. He tried to throw a roundhouse kick, missed it, uh, it messed up his surgically repaired ankle, and yet, Two weeks later, he's fighting again. So stupid. But he messed up all that. Got hurt. Two minutes later, <laughs> John Moxley clean sweeps him. Just kicks him. Beats him around. Does what John Moxley does. He's a champ. He freaking does his DDT move on him twice. Pins him one, two, three. Everybody in the freaking arena is just like what the freaking hell just happened dude all that shit CM Punk was talking about all that shit he was just saying and then you have this what this is ridiculous but the best part of the night the best part of that night came when oh my goodness Bobby Fish took to Twitter to tweet To tweet about this match and he just went off. He just went all off on this. Um, I'm like, what just happened? His first tweet was head kick, Excalibur round kick, really. And then he says, There truly is no surgery to correct that kick. Oh, he's not, you know, he wasn't done for like another 24 hours, man. He goes on to say, leave that head kicks to the professionals. It's better for all of us. Love the professor, the most educated feat in professional wrestling. I agree, sir. Like, I love CM Punk, but hey, you you kind of dug your own grave with that one. Uh, that was on August 24th. August 25th, he goes off again. He's not done for the next few days. He just goes off the next day. This clip sets Thai kickboxing MMA and the act of striking in professional wrestling back 10, maybe 15 years. Proof be in the pudding. Fight fans. <laughs> um, he answers a fan's tweet saying, I need Red Dragon back ASAP. FTR needs a reality check. Uh, and then he posts a video of him kicking Kyle O'Reilly. On his uh, thigh. And he just says. Watch the hip turn over. Rotation. If you don't have this yet. Stop. It's not ready for public consumption. Put that reps. Put the reps in private. TV is not the place for some half ass shit homie. <laughs> uh, because somebody had sent a picture. Of GIF. Of him doing the kick to right That's why he said that. But he says. No one compares to you Bob. And he's right. Nobody can piss him. Again, uh, there was another kick to the face to the Young Bucks. Beautifully done. The Bobby Fish Young Bucks AEW Dynamite. And then Bobby said, Bobby Fish says, is to be a head kick if I don't fall over throwing it? Shoot. <laughs> Savage. Uh, I, I think he was done for that. After that, he just goes off. Ah. Um, and Then he posts his, The Bobby Fish Professional Wrestling Seminar Which is September 24th, 2022 At one thirty pm From Black Label Pro uh, Professional Wrestling Seminar In Crown Point, Indiana If you'd like to snag a limited spot Message or email this person And then Bobby Fish Retreats that with cumbling A sing or two from The Professor Hey You gotta learn a secret joke from him, right? And, yeah, that was it. (laughs) Oh, it's really, I I can't, He really, he really sold that off. It was really hilarious. And then, here, here's, here's more. There, wait, wait, there's more. And then we find out from Dirt Sheets? I don't even know. From rumors, I guess. Bobby Fish and AEW couldn't to come to an agreement right now about a new contract. The door is not closed as far as coming to an agreement later, which basically means, like, hey, Bobby, um, what you said about <laughs> CM Punk is not right. We heard what you we saw what you said on Twitter. Um, I don't think there's going to be room for you next year, man. <laughs> so that's that's going to be, oh my goodness, that's going to be something. Um, I wouldn't say Bobby Fish would come back. Uh, I, right here, Raj Geary from at the Raj Geary on Twitter says, So Bobby Fish is now apparently a free agent per PWInsider.com. Even with Triple Agent Charge, I'm not sure that the grass is greener without the rest of the UE. It's not. We need Adam Cole, Bebe, we need Tyler Riley. and ish, they need to go back. If they do go back, you know, under Triple Agent Charge, hell yeah uh bobby fish will not be renewing his contract with aw triple h calling him right now uh bobby fish has been removed from the aw roster on their website according to yesterday several in aw have been told Bobby fish's contract is not being renewed so Fife will select that it so yeah it's not it's no longer a rumor is is real now so um if he does go back uh, I, I wouldn't say bring him back as full-time or instead as a coach. That'd be fine, right? Uh, I would say I would say as a coach Because that's what they're that's what they're saying they want Another thing here is I'm already bringing out stuff as well might as well, right? And well, hey, I haven't even thought of who's gonna win this match. Are we still in the prediction? We're still on the prediction. So Here's who I think is going to win um, Someone is going to interfere in that match I, I say it's John Moxley of course John Moxley wins again And who but MJF MJF returns MJF returns And Kos um, CM Punk The match and the championship Again We get We get that we get another program between MJF and CM Punk, which is great. Great for business. Good for business. I, I would love that to see that. And finally, on the AEW news front, uh, Mal- Malakai Black has asked for his release from AEW. What the hell? Well, what happened to the your to your, <laughs> to your stable, man? Uh Raj Geary is reporting that Malakai Black has asked for his release from AEW, but it was not granted. Oh, shit. Geary said the following on Twitter, I heard an AEW star request the release and follow-up source indicated it was Malachi Black. He reportedly has repeatedly shown concern about his mental health due to personal life and demoralization due to booking and handling of his character. There has been no public comment from AEW or Black on this story, but it's worth noting that Black is one of the names that Triple H pushed in NXT and WWE has reached, reportedly reached out to several AEW talents in recent weeks. Hey, uh, we're you know, Vince is gone, Triple H is running, saying, come back to us. Yeah, I'm sure that happened. Dave Meltzer reported the following the latest Russia server Newsletter about people who were contacted. Regarding the talent project by WWE, as we noted last week, it was multiple people, generally the people who had worked with Paul Levesque in the past in NXT. Several told AW, which led to a legal letter sent to Levesque, Stephanie, and Nick Khan. There was at least... One person who asked for his release, which hasn't been granted the person has a long time left on the deal. They said, no, you can't do that. You do that to us, but you can't do that. No, you can't do that no more. We do that to you. Uh, see now that Vince is gone, they're just like, hey, can we come back? Yeah, sure. Come on over. You can come back and play. So there there it is. Uh, that was the AW news, I guess. Yeah, okay, cool. What else do we have? Nothing else. That that is AW All Out Chicago. Um, John Moxley for AW Championship. I'll have the results on the next episode here. It's not going to be until probably Monday or Tuesday. I'll post it. But there you have it. That's all the time we have. That's all the the stuff I have for you. Hell yeah. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. That's all the time we have for you today. So, thank you for listening to the show and supporting us. Follow us on Twitter at apron underscore stories. That's apron stories with the underscore in the middle. Follow me on Twitter at Million Geek. We will be live t- tweeting uh, Clash with the Castle and all eight of y'all out. Uh, so, whatever funny tweet I can find, I'll save it and I'll share it here with y'all for the next time you get to hear me Um, we have fun with others as well Mm -hmm. listen to us on Spotify or Anchor.fm totally free at from under the apron thank you Anchor for sponsoring the show download the app or go to Anchor.fm and start your podcast today check us out on YouTube and smash that subscribe button it is Million Dollar Geek and follow us on Instagram from under the Apron for more wrestling content. That's the full saying. I don't know why I did that pause right there, but it's from Under the Apron. Check us out on Instagram. For more awesome episodes of Like-Minded Podcast, go to the network. I mean, they're an awesome community. Uh, it is the Linktree. Linktree.com forward slash the Nirvana Network. I will have a link for you in the show notes. Everything that you heard here will be. Send us a message to your favorite wrestling stories Either by email It is from a At gmail.com Or scroll down some more and it's the Q&A uh, This week's question is Who What are your predictions? Who are you excited to see at AW All Out? Who are you excited to see at Clash of the Castle? What match are you excited about? And if you didn't watch it Let us know what match entertain you the most, who, what match were you looking forward to, what, you know, all that stuff, (laughs) I, that is it, tune in next week and find out what kind of stories are hiding and swept as we broadcast from Under the Gamer, see y'all later.